People who caught their significant others cheating on them without them catching on, how did you respond? She started by confessing that he kissed her while they were watching movies at his place. I voiced my assumptions that she should stop hanging out with him after that, but she got mad, defensive, and refused. When I look back, there's no question that that was the moment my marriage ended. But I loved her, so we did the dance for a few more weeks. She promised to stop talking to him, but started spending an awful lot of time going for drives. One night she fell asleep in her car, and another night she was at the airport having a Cinnabon at 3.30am. The capstone came when she was out having dinner with her sister while I stayed home with the baby. I opened up her laptop to order a pizza and found her browser pointed to real estate websites. Oh lovely, they're shopping for a house together. How quaint. Well, time to put a stop to this. I called her sister, hey, wife's phone must be dead. Can you hand her the phone? Pretty straightforward. And her response wasn't at all surprising. Huh? What do you mean? She's not here. Oh, sorry. I must have mixed up my days. Have a good night. Click. So I called up my wife and made idle chat. How was dinner? How's your sister? How's your sister's boyfriend? Hope traffic wasn't too bad. I let her lie to me for a couple of minutes. When she asked what I was up to, I said, me? Oh, I'm packing your things. I called your sister and you're not there. It's time for you to come home. That was the second of three times I kicked her out before it finally stuck. I'm now happily divorced seven years. She was at the airport having a Cinnabon at 3.30 a.m.? Literally the worst excuse I've ever heard. What the freak? Yeah, that's pretty bad, but I will at least give her some credit for trying. My ex would always just go with, My battery died. Or, I went to sleep early. Survey says, that was a lie. This was my first marriage. Caught him by an obvious breadcrumb trail of late nights, plus long cell phone conversations seen on the bill. I responded by telling him I knew that I didn't want to hear any BS excuses and he was to end it immediately in one last phone call to her or we were done. Eight years of marriage at that point. I gave him six months and he still hadn't put her away. So I hit the lawyer and gymmed up. Honestly, I was a little relieved to have an excuse to leave him. Our daughter says he still talks about how much he regrets losing me. He's been remarried five years. What a jerk. Ouch. That's terrible that he is using your daughter like that. Divorce sucks for children. Parents making it worse like that drives me nuts. Don't talk bad about the other parent and don't make the child part of your dating life. Seem like two easy rules for everyone to follow. I should note, obviously children should be involved in future long-term relationships. The people who introduce their kids to a series of short-term flings, ugh. After confirming my suspicions, I put his phone back in his bag, woke him up, asked him where he was last night, and he straight up told me the truth by saying, with her. I told him to get up, get his crap, and get out. And so, he did. I'd been suspicious for months, but put it out of my head because the home wrecker was a supposed close friend of mine. Went right under my nose both before and after our wedding. She snuck off during my bachelorette party to hook up with him. Finally, I just read his text and it was all laid out right there like a crappy romance novel. Confronted him and he was pretty nasty to me, as if he had any right. But I wanted to keep my hands clean during this whole ordeal, so I kept it short and civilized. The only revenge is living well. The divorce was smooth after a whopping month of being married, and now I'm happier than I've ever been. You're a better woman than I. If I confronted someone for cheating on me with a good friend, going so far as to screw her at my bachelor party, and he had the nerve to be nasty about it, I'm not a violent person, but I can't see myself not hitting him or at least verbally abusing him. 
Thanks for the kind words. I know I had every right to be furious, but in the immediate aftermath, I took civility almost to a fault. I was so floored by the whole situation, not to mention what most people would think about such a quick divorce, that I wanted to be sure there would be absolutely nothing that came back to me and made me look bad. The anger I did feel at first was directed at her because it's so much easier to blame the mistress, you know? I may have clawed her eyes out had I seen her after I found out, but after all was said and done, I went through the sadness and anger, and within a couple of months, there were so many doors opening in my life that I couldn't help but be glad things turned out the way they did. And now it's been over a year, and I look back and I'm glad I didn't pee in his floor vents or anything, because honestly, he simply doesn't matter anymore. I hate to say it, but I do usually take the high road in a lot of situations, but I will say, sometimes that low road does seem fun in the moment. I drove off, went to where they both worked since I had left my car there earlier that day. Saw them making out in her car. All I could do was stare for a few seconds and had to will myself just to leave. It was that moment that I knew I lost her for good. We hadn't talked since. It's been three months. While my girlfriend showered, she invited me to watch Netflix on her computer to keep myself occupied. Google Chrome displayed her frequently viewed pages when it opened up. One of those pages was a Craigslist personal ad. English was her second language, so it was pretty easy to find her ad when I got home that night. I replied, she wrote back and we texted back and forth with my burner phone. I suggested a rendezvous at an upscale bar. I got there 10 minutes early, showed the bartender a picture of my cheating girlfriend, then tipped them 20 and told them to bring her a pina colada when she arrived. Oh, and make sure you give her this too. I had bought an MP3 player and loaded it with Escape, the Pina Colada song. She broke up with me shortly thereafter and never alluded to my ruse. Oh man, I'm sorry about your crappy ex-girlfriend, but I read up the lyrics to that song a few weeks ago. This is perfect. That song is so effed up. It's basically about two people who have a bonding experience over simultaneously catching each other actively trying to cheat on one another. Yeah, that's a relationship that's gonna work out. I thought the same thing. I've listened to that song so much growing up and I always thought the people in it were dumb. My wife asked me to walk her mom through some computer stuff and handed me her phone. Heard the text message alert hit before we hung up and casually checked if I got off the phone with her mother. The message said, So, you love me now? It was from her boss. I went mentally numb, didn't mention it right away and waited for her to fall asleep. Got her phone and tried to open it. To my surprise, there was a lock code. I woke her up and asked her for her lock code. Told her that my phone had died and I wanted to play a game that we were both playing. She immediately wakes up and starts in on how she knew I was going to do this and starts telling me how paranoid I am. She nuts out on me and calls her mom to let her know that I'm a lunatic and accusing her of all kinds of things, which I hadn't done yet, but now I'm pretty sure I know what's up. I tell her to go ahead and prove that I'm crazy and put in her lock code and see who the lunatic really is, along with who's the cheater. She puts in the code and several more messages from her boss pop in. Turns out that she was cheating after all. There were signs, but I tricked myself into ignoring them earlier. I left that night and I've never thought about going back. My wife left a few months ago. In hindsight, I think she was having an online affair with an old boyfriend that decided to turn into a real relationship. I guess I didn't really do anything directly in response. She was gone by the time I admitted to myself what was going on. But recognizing what was going on helped me move on from I'm a horrible husband who wrecked my marriage to she was a horrible wife who walked away from a good marriage as soon as times got tough. 
and it's helping me feel not the slightest bit of guilt as I fight to protect myself during the divorce proceedings. I was always the wage earner, and at this point, if the divorce leaves her penniless and homeless, I don't give a crap. She made her bed. Truth be told, I put a lot more into that marriage than I ever got back from it, so good riddance. It's crazy how getting out of a relationship can make you reflect on things. I always thought I was a good boyfriend, but after a while, I thought, maybe I was a bad one. When I talk about some of the things I experienced in my past relationships, people always tell me that my ex was extremely toxic and that things she did were not normal in relationships. At first, I had suspicions. I was out of town and I looked at our cell phone bill, which I never do, to see how many peak minutes we had left for the month. That's when I noticed that she was spending hours on the phone, but never when I was around. She told me that it was a former colleague of hers that had moved to California and was injured in a motorcycle accident. She was never apathetic towards anyone. She would have been better off telling me that she was kicking kittens or belittling children for sport. This went on for a couple of months until she started volunteering at work a lot more. She was a teacher, so it was pretty common for her to have after school activities. Besides, I was in evening college classes, so it didn't really feel like anything had changed. I mostly felt for our dog, who would often bear the brunt of her not being around. Eventually, she started being really selective about where she kept her phone, even though I had never gone out of my way to check up on her. Curiosity got the best of me, and one morning while she was in the shower, I found her phone and saw the text messages that read, I hate when you leave. I love you. I'll never forget the feeling I got while reading that. After this, she began getting more creative where she hid her phone. My personal favorite was under the seat of her car. Even knowing all this, I confronted her pretty much daily and was met with absolute silence. That was far more hurtful than knowing that she had cheated. The day after Christmas, she decided to drive out of state to visit her family. With the guy she was seeing, I later learned. She updated me on her travels about halfway through the drive. I called her to warn her that there was a major storm where she was driving, and to be careful. She didn't respond, and I didn't hear back from her for almost three days. That was brutal. I had honestly come to terms with the fact that I would be receiving a call that she had been in an accident. I had even called her family to ask if they had heard from her. She finally showed back up at home on New Year's Eve. By this point, there was nothing to salvage of our 10 years together. She kept telling me that she'd file for divorce to end the misery, but I think she actually thrived on the misery she and I felt. She yearned for me to react to her actions. She became more egregious about flaunting being with the guy, even going with him to places she knew my friends would be at. As my grandma always said, it's time to crap or get off the pot. So I filed for divorce and moved on. I made it a goal not to fight over division of assets or belongings, which irked her even more. In the ultimate show of her senselessness, she demanded to get the house and I happily complied. Then the housing market tanked and she was stuck with the mortgage on a house worth less than half of what she owed. After it was over, I learned that he was a janitor at her school She got pregnant before my side of the bed was even cooled off, and he had cheated on his wife to be with my ex. I got my revenge by living well after it all ended. I graduated from college, then law school, met and married an amazing woman, and we have a son now. It was painful at the time, but in hindsight, she did me the biggest favor in the world. When I was reading this, I felt like this guy dated a girl I dated years ago. 
My ex also thrived on making me feel miserable. She would do the same thing of saying she was gonna do something and then not respond for the whole night or the next day. She flat out told me to my face that she liked making me upset for fun. I finally came to the realization that she was a horrible person when my grandfather passed away and she was just so cold and had no empathy about the situation. After a year or more of suspicion and shady behavior, his ruse was blown when a friend of mine also knew the other woman. She was hearing both sides and deduced that we were talking to the same dude, arranged for both of us to meet at her house, explained our stories and figured out he was playing both of us. I ended up calling him and telling him I was standing there in the same room with X, Y, and Z. He hung up on me. It's been done ever since and caused a lot of heartache for the both of us. It took me a while to heal from that. I got home from work early, spouse in bed with two large women, our son sleeping close by, locked eyes, saw the oh crap look, picked up my son and his bag, grabbed all the clothes on the floor and went to my mom's. I have no idea what they wore home, but nothing of mine was going to cover that tonnage. It's probably not the same scenario you were looking for, but my ex-girlfriend accidentally confessed to cheating me three years after she dumped me. I got all sorts of reasons why she wanted to end our multi-year relationship. She just left out that she was screwing someone else. By this time, the same guy was her fiance. So here's what I did. I sent her an email. The exchange went like this. Hey, is it okay if I email you here? Wow, hi, yes, this is good. Are you okay? Well, not really. Based on your Facebook post, can you explain how your anniversary with new guy is in January when you dumped me out of the blue on February 6th? Oh, that's not really our anniversary. But we're both so busy, I didn't start dating him until shortly after our relationship was over. He's not the reason why our relationship ended. I miss having you as a friend more than you'll ever know. I waited a few weeks, then forwarded the entire email exchange to her fiance. Let him figure out why that wasn't their real anniversary, why he wasn't the reason we broke up, and why she misses me as a friend more than I'll ever know. I bet it's more than he knew too. I did something like this once, kinda. I was dating this girl and she started being really weird. I rushed into dating her after a long-term relationship. So I let a lot of things slide. I decided to message her friend to see if he knew what was going on with her. I told her this the next time we hung out and she freaked. Turns out after we broke up, she revealed that she was hiding two kids from me. And that friend was the baby daddy. I sure know how to pick them. Late to the party, but I really want to share this. So my BF and I had been together for about two years. Great relationship, no problems. This was my first real relationship, so I was in heaven. I was at college out of town for about two months when I went home to visit. I was planning on going to my BF's house that evening. A friend offered to give me a ride there. On the way, she pulled into a parking lot and broke down crying. She had something awful to tell me. She was dating his neighbor slash friend at the time and had overheard my BF saying that he was getting it on with this girl at work and how cool it was to get a blowy by a girl with a tongue ring. I was devastated, but hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Got to his place and he wasn't home yet. She went to her BF's house and clearly let them know I knew as they all gathered on the front porch with drinks waiting for a showdown. I should say that this was before cell phones were common, so he had no way of being warned. He gets home, he runs to me and swings me around all lovey-dovey, very romantic style. I fern happiness. We sit on the porch a few minutes and I begin to give signs that I was ready to show him some affection. We head to the bedroom, things start heating up, I slowly undress him, taking my time, get on my knees, grab his little buddy, 
Look up with my bedroom eyes and whisper in a devilish voice, should I get a tongue ring since that's what you really like? The look of pure fear will forever be etched into my brain. I wish I could say I did something awesome as he was still in my hand at the time, but in reality it was just a massive explosive verbal fight after that. Of course, I was fully clothed and he, anxiously, was undressed the entire time. Found the plan B receipt and moved the freak out while she sat on the couch threatening to end herself. Throw away for obvious reasons. My boyfriend and I had been together for a couple of years before I found out. He was a lot more careful hiding it from me at first than he was later on. I knew before we were together that he had a couple of three ways with his best friend and his best friend's wife. What I didn't know was that after it got awkward, he and the wife had got together while his best friend was at work and while I was at work when me and my boyfriend were still dating. I eventually found out one night while he was sleeping beside me because he left his Facebook logged in on my computer and I didn't even notice it until a message from her popped up. It was a response to a message that he had sent her telling her how much he was in love with her and how he had brought a pair of her underwear in his suitcase on a vacation he had just returned from with his parents. She was wondering when they could meet up again. I was completely destroyed. I ran to the bathroom and threw up and shook for the rest of the night. I couldn't sleep. I'm shaking now as I type this, remembering and having tears in my eyes. I couldn't get over the betrayal. This is someone I plan to spend the rest of my life with. We lived together and we were talking about getting married soon. I scrolled through some of the previous messages and the two of them had been messaging each other a lot. I alluded to the messages the next day without letting on that I knew and he denied everything. I let it stew. He left his Facebook logged in on my computer several times in the months following and there weren't as many messages for the following few months. But then they started up again. It was absolutely devastating. Anytime I would confront him about it, which got more direct, his response was pure denial and he would turn it around on me somehow, even though I hadn't done anything wrong. Eventually I couldn't take the deceit any longer and I ended up leaving him. I felt like the situation was killing me. I was a wreck and I was getting further and further into substances to numb myself from it and my depression was getting exasperated by it. The whole situation killed my self esteem for a very long time. I am still in love with him and I always will be. I know how stupid that sounds, but sometimes you really can't help who you fall in love with. He actually didn't see anyone after we broke up until he died almost a year later. I constantly think about how I wish things would have gone differently and long for a life we were trying to build together. Damn, I was not expecting the boyfriend to die in that story. But part of me thinks that maybe the reason why the OP still longs for them is because maybe they thought they could change or fix the person if they tried harder. In reality, some people just suck and you can't change them. Even though it hurts, it's best that you moved on. I didn't really catch her cheating, but all the signs were there. Before she graduated college, she was hired at a doctor's office as an assistant and would work late hours. I kind of expected this because I knew the medical professions consume a lot of time. I started to notice that she would spend more and more time at work, which started to get suspicious. About four or five months into her being hired, I knew something was up. She would go to work at 6am and then not come home until midnight some nights saying that I had to drop off medication at a patient's house or I went to the 9.30 workout class, both of which didn't make any sense because I called her coworker and asked when the office closed, 7pm, and when the emergency staff started, 9pm, and if she was a part of that staff, which she was not. Secondly, I went to the same gym and the latest class they had was at 7.45pm. 
The second sign was how distant she had become in the relationship and how protective of her phone she got. Normally, she wouldn't mind showing me pictures or texts on her phone, but she increasingly became overprotective. She would also refuse to sleep in my bed. She was one of my roommates at the time. After we both graduated, I finally decided enough was enough and it was time to confront her. She denied it, of course, but at this point in the relationship, I didn't feel a connection with her anymore and our love was dead. The night before I broke up with her, my roommates, including her, and some of her friends, some of the dudes, all went out for drinks. Everyone got completely wasted and we were all a big mess. What I remember from that night is wondering where my ex-GF went and where one of her guy friends went. Well, as it turns out, she was feeling sick and had to leave the bar. Thankfully, her guy friend was there to take care of her. When everyone decided to leave, one of my more sober friends got everyone together but couldn't find my ex-GF and said guy friend. We started a search party and eventually found them with her head in his lap. Now, I barely remember this, but my friend said she wasn't going to town on this guy, but resting her head on his lap. He could have been telling me the truth or just trying to avoid a fight from breaking out. Regardless, I broke up with her the next day. The head on the lap thing seems probable, but all the other things the OP lists were definitely grounds for the breakup in my opinion. Went home instead of work, gathered all the clothes I really liked, my consoles, and anything I could think of that wouldn't be missed. When she went to work that night, I grabbed all the things that would be missed, including myself, and left. That's it for this video. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. It's linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.